What's up, guys? Welcome back to Poor Genetics. It's your boy, T. Swate. We got my boy, Max, and we'd like to introduce a new member to the podcast, our guest speaker, Mr. Mason Law here. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Most definitely. Most definitely. I don't know why the fuck you decided to come on this thing, but... <laughs> yeah, what an uh, honored podcast to come be a yeah. guest of, dude. Well, you know, when you have Poor Genetics, you just look for the best podcast in Poor Genetics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's hope you don't have daddy issues, too, because uh, there's too much of that. Right, what, is your dad also your uncles? Uh, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Well, you're the right place, bud. Bad. I fit in, man. What's first on our agenda today, Max? So, Baltimore Ravens had an amazing season, um, but they're not having such a good offseason. Safety Earl Thomas got caught cheating on his wife with a girl with his brother in the bed. They're having an orgy, buddy. Having an orgy, or so we think. Nah, that's an orgy, bro. But he also got held at gunpoint. By his wife, who apparently they got into a fight. His brother came, like Earl Thomas and his wife got into a fight at their house. His brother came, got him to like defuse the fight situation or whatever. Took Earl Thomas to an Airbnb. I, I don't know. There were girls and stuff over there. You know, hanky panky a little. I heard something different. <laughs> I heard that he was at the Airbnb in Austin, and he was getting it on, having massive orgy, and his brother. Was also there, and then his brother hit old Earl Thomas's, you know, baby mama drama up and said and something, something along the lines. Anyway, the bitch finds out, tracks his phone or whatever. No, no, no. Comes up she and is ready to yap his Snapchat. Oh, yeah, that's, it, that's, that's it, that's she it, that's it. She media. hacked into his social media, found out where he was at, called her girlfriends, and was like, hey, get all the fucking weapons you can. We're going to go beat this boy's ass. At what point do you love someone so much that you're ready to kill him? That's fucking insane, bro. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm low-key kind of speechless. Like, I, he, he posted that thing on, a, what was it? It was posted all over Barstool and over Twitter, his video talking about how he just wanted, you know, peace and prayers during your time. Yeah. Motherfucker, you over here beating cheeks. You want me to yeah. pray for you? You want me to fucking pray for you because you're cheating on your wife? You have way too many women on their knees already, dog. Yeah, you yeah. want prayer, all right? <laughs> Honestly. That is a wild situation. You know what? It sucks that if the regular football season was being prepared right now, we still had other sports. This would just be a fucking TMZ line. No one would care. It yeah. would be a week-long talk, but here we are talking about it on our shitty podcast because we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, honestly, all-time worst timing like in sports right now. In sports. I watched the reruns last night of a ping-pong tournament in China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking bored. Ping pong's the only thing on. The only thing keeping us going. Dude, I really just miss like highlights popping up on Twitter and like Instagram. Yeah, I watched like, the same. It just doesn't feel anymore. normal anymore. Like you get on Instagram and all you see is the the thirst traps and all that. Yeah, yeah I'm tired of seeing plastic titties and I want to see like some one handed catches. Like, yeah, like where's all the circus catches and shit. Yeah. I hear that. No, I've watched the damn Lamar Jackson high school highlight where he walks in the end zone. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's, that's every fucking that's day. That's filthy. It's cool. Yeah, I remember when that first came out, I was like, man, that guy is good. And then, like, two years later, oh, wait, that's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. I didn't even know for the longest, and I was yeah. like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, but anyways, I feel y'all. It's uh, That's a wild situation. I will pray for Mr. Earl Thomas because I think you're a king if you can have an orgy, but you're definitely fumbled the bag if you got caught. And then also, why are you doing that? He had an orgy. He did it with his brother in the orgy. Like, that's a little sus. You gotta keep it in the family, bro. But, okay, okay, I got a question. Do you think his brother actually wanted to? 
or he did it because his millionaire, older, younger, I don't know, his other brother, who has all the money in the family, was doing it and told him to do it. I don't think there was a matter of being told to do it. I think they was all hanging out, probably drinking, smoking, partying a little bit, and the next thing you know... One thing led to another, and then boom, baby mama came with a gun. There you go. <laughs> you hear, get the fuck up, and it's like, next thing you know, oh shit, baby mama's home. That's wild. I do think he's a dog for cheating. That's awful. I don't All time that. dumb bitch alert, though. So she didn't want to get in trouble for holding him at gunpoint, so she took the magazine out thinking, okay, that's going to, like, you know, diffuse the situation a little bit in the future. You know, obviously, like, you know, when I hold a gun, gun to your head, you're not going to think, is there a clip in it or not? But when the police come, they're going to say, oh, there wasn't anything in it, maybe a little bit lighter sentence. No, this bitch forgot to take the one in the chamber out. Oh, oh good God. Man. I so didn't hear she about almost that, fucking uh, Joe Exotic husband. Oh, oh man, you almost Canelli'd him. Oh, <laughs> good God, dude, yeah. poor Earl Thomas. But at, at, at the same time, I hate to sound like such a bastard when I say this, but at what point do you kind of deserve it? Like, okay, I, you don't deserve a gun with one in the chamber point. Yeah, actually. no, definitely. You might understand. Like, I, I maybe like a like like an ass with like it. a like I don't even know, not even a knife. These okay. First of all, these women are just getting wild. Let's talk. <laughs> I, what about Floyd Mayweather? Hey, no, no, no. I don't know if we want to get too involved in that, but uh, like these women, oh, y'all gone yeah, crazy yeah. recently. Like, is the dick really that bomb? You ready to kill someone? Yeah, over? like you got to stab a millionaire dick. Like I would stab. No, 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 no. Okay, pause, no, but, pause, 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 pause. If you want to talk about the Floyd Mayweather situation, baby girls got it all taken care of. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about the Earl Thomas. No, no, Earl Thomas. No, no, I get it. That's yeah, like, Earl Thomas. I get it. The Floyd Mayweather. Uh, no, Ernie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, bitch. I know that he's taught you a few moves to fight. I get that. And plus, you don't really have to. It's Floyd Mayweather. The man walks around with goons on him all the time anyways. Why are you not with those goons? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are your goons? Why are you, like, your daddy literally spent his whole life whooping ass and getting his ass whipped to be able to fucking provide for you. I don't know how much he got his ass whipped. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, he's a fighter, bro. Like, he fought so that he, you know, he could be the best. But also, that, you know, when you fight, you fight. That way you can provide for your family. And that way that they don't have to do the same thing. You're gonna go right back to the streets. That's literally shitting on your father's legacy, bro. That's oh, fucked up. That's fucked sure. up. He's getting in the ring and having fucking bombs thrown at him, dude. And like, you're gonna go do the same thing. But over NBA young boy, and that boy has herpes. <laughs> like herpes, dick, herpes, dick, two bomb that you gonna go fucking stab someone? Like, come on, now that's just dramatic. That's house arrest teams. Yeah, that's that's yeah. like the, like the quarantine really getting to everybody out here, like. That's wild, but enough with the fucking cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater <laughs> talk. Let's move on to the the one serious thing that we can't talk about. And as a MMA boxing fight fan, just a, your average Joe guy here, I can say that UFC 249 is finally among us. And I am so happy. And that is the, one of the main reasons we brought Mr. Mason Law on here to talk about. We all have our buddies that you know, hey, if I want to talk football, I go to this guy. Baseball, this guy. If you want to talk just life, you go to this person. Well, one person that I always come to to talk MMA, Mr. Mason Law. So I hope that you guys are really interested in hearing this because this man wrote out a 1,000-page essay over... Man, it was final season. I was just in the mood. Oh, yeah. No, that Adderall was probably yeah, still reading. Yeah, all that stuff's just... Hey, man, he would have worked more if it was gay porn, but it's not. So we hey, had a thousand yeah, it's, no, it's just UFC, not gay porn, guys. That's a whole nother podcast. It's on Wednesdays, so <laughs> That's check one it out. I will not be present for, my friends. But anyways... <laughs> UFC 249, um, I'm really happy like that Dana White was able to pull this off. I do think that you know the whole reasons in our last podcast, we were talking about Fight Island. 
Um, I really like the moves that he's made. And especially from a promotional aspect, this card is fucking stacked, bro. Top to bottom. Like, I want to start this one off and I'll get y'all's opinion on it. I don't like the fact that Greg Hardy is in the main card. But fucking Donald Cerrone and Pettis isn't. Uh, I mean, I think that you give the main event of the prelims, which the prelims are going to be on ESPN, so yeah. like it's more free to watch. People are going to want to watch Cowboy Cerrone and Anthony Pettis. People are going to watch want to watch Greg Hardy and Jorgen DeCash. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, well, I, mean I, I get that, but to, to honestly, I think. People are going to watch the fuck out of this no matter who you throw out there. Oh, yeah. I think right now that's going to be the only sports, American sports ticket in town to like watch. Agreed. So obviously anything's, anybody's going to tune into it. I mean, look what the NFL did with their schedule release. Yeah, everyone like went higher ratings than an NBA Game 7 final. Yeah. That shit is Imagine wild. what this actual sporting event is. And, and, and I get that, but what you're saying here, and I mean, I, I can see what you're saying. It's like, you know, you want to get as much views in because – I, I, I do want to give Cowboy some credit. When he fought McGregor, it pulled in a lot of normals, a lot of non-MMA fans into the scene. Yeah. And everybody shit on Cerrone for his loss because they had never seen him not knowing that this guy's a fucking killer. This guy's made his legacy and has been around, and that's okay. If you came into the sport and that's the only fight you saw, I get it. You're going to base your judgment off of that. But I, I, I can see why you'd want to put an interesting fight in with the free stuff, essentially. That way you can draw people in for more. But at the same time, how many times has Khabib and Ferguson been canceled? And how many times has USC 249 been up in shambles? Oh, God. I feel like, honestly, you you owe it to the fighters and you owe it to your loyal fans that have been waiting for this one. You make the main card as stacked as possible because we're going to buy it regardless. But this this card card is absolutely stacked. Um, If we can, Mason, it's all you, buddy. I think that you should uh, go ahead and pick apart some of the fights that you've seen and you like. I want to hear your aspect on it, and we're here to commentate. For, for sure, for sure. First fight I want to talk to y'all about is Nagano versus Rosenstrike. Oh. Okay, yeah. I just I want to say these are two caged animals ready to go at it at all times. In the last seven fights, Nagano, three knockouts. In the last four fights for Rosenstrike, four knockouts. One fight out of those seven amongst those two has gone past the first round. Yeah, that's fucking so, wild. So if y'all don't think – if y'all love knockouts and you just love watching two behemoths go at it, that's the no. fight to watch. Any I, comments I, on that? I, I no, they're, they're huge. You realize both of those men are over 260 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and almost. not only they're, – they're full of piss and vinegar. Like – there's gonna be some haymakers going in that round. Dude, oh, oh no, 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 fucking look at Alistair Overeem's lip. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is some damage. And Google that. that if you do not know what we're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, that was that was fucking rough. Honestly, y'all, uh, hot take. Rosa Streaks got it. I believe uh, Nganu, he he makes a lot of what a um, what a simple boxer mistake is, and that's leaning forward too far. You're too open for the to the lead hooks, the lead uppercuts, and honestly, you lean forward, you're off balance. But I do notice why he does it. That man is a monster when it comes to his takedowns, and he's also a monster with those overhands. So I get it. You want to get as much power as you can. But I really would like to see, especially with them being as fucking big as they are, standing and slang and bang. I want to see him duke it the fuck out. Because win or lose, those are both monsters. And they're still – whoever loses this fight, no one's going to call a bitch. Because these are oh, two monsters, bro. So I want, I want to see a show. I want you to go out there, earn your money, earn your chickens, bro, and fuck each other up. Because yeah, but I, I give it to. I think this is the fight that's 
just gonna give you some highlights out of it. Like, there's just gonna be a lot of haymakers thrown. Like, somebody's gonna get absolutely fucked up. Uh, and we're gonna see that graphic on Twitter yeah. of like just absolutely a bloody face, hot, and it's gonna be amazing. Hot take. I, I say it doesn't leave the first three minutes. I think that, that yeah, I, 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 I'm going to tell y'all right now, it's not going to be a boom, 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 fucking left, right, left, right, you know, left hand do the numbers, right hand do the work. It's not going to be like that. This is going to be a very technical, but every shot is going to have enough power to fucking this rock your mama, like bro. This 50 punch fight yeah. like in total mm-hmm. like just because all those punches are good just yeah. guaranteed to be handled. Those, those are those are ones that honestly chin, chin, like, chins will be tested yeah. and as not we, not because of endurance but chins will be tested because of the strength and power as much of this fight uh that i would love to see it go three rounds of just absolute mayhem i think this is i'm with you first round knockout for Rosenstroy. i hear that yeah so but it'll, uh, it'll be a good show What's for sure so i have this real under the like weather kind of fight it's jeremy stevens and calvin qatar uh this fight i think is kind of misleading and i wish that it was five rounds we don't get a full fight out of these two until they go past 15. when they get to about 15 minutes and they're beating the shit that's when they're like all right cool now that's our game and they go at it and so i think this was originally a main event fight Mm -hmm. so there was five rounds in this but they had to reduce it due to bullshit yeah. corona yeah so with that being said uh i think that's a like fight that we need to uh talk about the most it's kind of like the uh diamond in the rough I, I agree with you um i think jeremy stevens takes that fight he does have the grit and I, I like that you mentioned that you really won't see a lot of him until the later minutes that's whenever you notice that this man really pulls out the heathen in him yeah. and it's uh most people buckle under that kind of tiring and that kind of you know stress it seems like he thrives it seems like anytime you put that man in an awkward situation is really whenever you're going to see, you know, the the comeback king that really is what makes him the heathen that he is. And I, I'm, I'm excited for that fight. I will be honest with you, it's not the most exciting fight on that card. But I think that if, as an MMA fan, you're going to find a lot of joy in that. And I, I, again, I hope anybody that's listening to this, uh, one of our fucking four people that actually listen to this, I hope that if you're a normie and, you know, you're not really in the MMA scene, that when you watch this, you just... Um, sit back and enjoy it because it's one of those things that if you truly analyze it all, I hope that you do find a love for MMA because it's, it's a beautiful sport. But So, yeah. Beautiful and bloody. Beautiful. Exactly. But I got, I definitely got Stevens winning majority or uh, split decision. Yeah. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a hell of a close fight and then they're probably, I bet, I bet, by the end of this year, you will see part two of them running it back. I could see that. I could I, see that. I bet in November, you're looking at a November, October range, and they'll fight again. That's so. a, that, honestly, that's a three, four hundred punch a person fight because they're so, they're so, <laughs> yeah, they're so like, quick. They're so per quick. Person. And they both, they both have tolerable chins. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, they both weathered. They've both been through the storm. You're really going to see a lot of grit and determination. But, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I would like to see it because if it was going four and five, I think we'd see a knockout. But since it's only three... They're both too weathered and determined. Uh, I, I, I give it majority decision to Stevens. Awesome. So now, title fight. Everybody's uh-huh. talking about it. Let's talk about the first or the main one that is going on between Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. It is Ooh. for the interim title because Khabib is being a bitch and, and fucking Russia. 
Hey man, so I fight. I fight anywhere. Oh, I fight anywhere. I fight river. I fight this, but I don't Obviously fight in America. Don't. <laughs> That's weird. I, That's I, crazy. I, I want to take a minute here and say that I actually don't respect Khabib at all. Nope, zero. I really, Fuck you, Khabib. It, it, it's it's not only that I I just don't think you're you know a good fighter or that like I th- I think that you're re- you definitely weathered the storm and you've proven yourself as a wrestler. But what I don't respect about you is is your fights are fucking boring. Yeah. Your fights are so fucking boring. You are so predictable. You're going to go to the ground and you're going to fucking put on your damn hat and then you're going to want attention. No, I don't want to fucking hear it. If you really wanted to, you know, become a UFC fan, like star fandom here, fucking sling and bang. Throw those man hands and quit fucking talking. All you do, you always talk. Oh, you don't talk. You don't talk. You don't do this. No, shut up. You stop talking. I fucking hate it. Tony Ferguson over here deserves the fucking belt. That man has been through it. That man has weathered his trials. That man has beat the shit out of people. Look at all the fucking Tony Ferguson's past opponents. They look like they've gone through a wood chipper, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they've all, that is a bloody motherfucker. That is somebody that, dude, I got to be real with you. you, know, you see it all the time. Would you take a punch from Mike Tyson for a million dollars? Yeah, because it would be just one. Tony Ferguson's batshit fucking insane. It's not just one. No, he'd ask for more and more. He'd just be like, fuck it, I don't even want to get paid anymore. Just yeah, keep hitting me. He like, does it for fucking fun. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, I'm about to be knocked out. All right, one more. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, he's, 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 he's absolutely like, he's fucking just, insane. Yeah. I, I, and you know who loves to take more punishment than anybody? Justin Gaethje. I, I, I was just about to say, brother. I was just about to say. That is a man right there that... Truly, he's, he's got brass balls for this. Yeah. His post that he made whenever um, they, they, it was announced that Khabib wouldn't be able to fight, he said, I'm fucking terrified. Let's do it. Yeah. Hell yes, dude. That That's right exactly there, that is exactly yeah. what you want to see, man. Max, you said it just right. That is exactly what you want to see from a fighter. The grit, the determination, showing that he's a normal person, that he does have fear, that he's not trying to be cocky. He's, I'm fucking terrified, but let's do it. And he's going to go out there and Honestly, do it all. Honestly, all-time good mind game by him. Yes. That lets the other guy know, like, hey, he's coming off kind of normal here, mm-hmm. but... You're going to think that the entire time you're training, but as soon as I step in that ring, I'm well, going to hit you in the mouth. Well, Justin, Justin Gaethje's not a guy that you should just sleep on. He, they call him the highlight for a fucking reason. I mean, that, like, he has, I mean, other than Cowboy Serrano, who's been around since, you know, Dinosaurs Walk, but uh, Gaethje has a lot of performance bonuses. He really and, does. I mean, he's, he's an, he goes out there and he performs. He puts on a show and he's going to give you what you want to see. Exactly. You want to see someone give it their all and beat the shit out of the other person. Exactly. And he, he, and he holds himself a class while he does it. Exactly. You know, this, this man, he, he really he slangs and he bangs. He gets on the ground. He'll fight with it. Um, I mean, w- one thing that I think everybody really underestimates him is that his right hand really does work. And, and he's been a champion in multiple different industries. It, well, not he, UFC, or, well, not UFC yet, but yeah, primarily in like. I, I'll, I'll be real with you. I understand this is interim, but um, I mean, if I was, if I was a you know promoter in this league right here, I, I would have stripped Khabib. I get it. You have your situations, but hey, go ahead. And you can if you're really that good, that you'll, good you'll win it back. You'll Agreed. win it back. Agree. You, you'll put you at number one, and you'll win it back. That title is not meant to sit on the. Fucking sidelines. That title is meant to be fought for every chance that it should exactly. be fought. I mean, I feel like that's just, like, the name of the game in the UFC. If you have a title, you're expected to defend it. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, and not to get... I mean, just look at it in any any sport. Like, as a Super Bowl contender, like, so the Chiefs last year, you know they're still going to gear up to be even better. Like, they're not going to, like... If they... They're not going to go into the season like, oh, dude, we're big dick. Like, we could just yeah, yeah. have blah, blah, blah. Like, because they're going to get shit on. Like, mm-hmm. they are. Like, that's just how teams have, in the past, like, you can just see it. And so yeah. I think that 
You can't, can't be, needs to be. You can't, you got to stay humble with that damn belt. And you always say, you know, I'm humble in victory or defeat. Well, to be honest, you're handing yourself an L because people are going to watch Ferguson and Gatesy battle it out. And again, I'll say this, win or lose, I want to see that one ran back. Yeah. Already, I can tell you this. But um, if we're going to talk about technicalities of the fight here, I do think Ferguson is just an absolute monster. His mental game is unbeatable, honestly. This man has literally he weighed in for the fight when it wasn't even going to happen right that takes so much mental toll on a fighter if anybody's ever weight cut if you've ever done wrestling in high school or you are part of combat sports or if you're you know bodybuilding and whatnot you understand that those fasting and that dehydrating period it, it'll, it'll break a man it Dude, will really break badass, and that's why I love powerlifting because they didn't give a shit if you uh, <laughs> really made weight. I know you were probably over here eating donuts and shit before getting under the. Dude, I once water. saw this man who was in the super heavyweight class step on the scale with a fucking slice of pizza, eating it while being weighed. That's awesome. I'm here for that. <laughs> that's a savage. Savage. I'm, I'm here for that, but I mean, point here is that you know you, you can't like do that. Seven thirty in the morning. I don't know where you got fucking pizza. Yeah, that's that's another animal. But and we're talking about animals. Um, Tony Ferguson, look at all, like I said, look at all of his past fights. They literally look like they went through a wood chipper. The one that really stands to me is Cerrone's eye. I mean, yeah. yes, yes, Cerrone blew his nose, and yes, you know, any veteran, you know that you take pressure like that, you don't snot rocket because it's going to fill up your sinus cavity with air and you're literally just going to flame up. But that man literally, it, that was awful. That was an awful fucking injury. Oof. Ferguson fights bloody. And I, uh, as much as I love and respect Justin Gaethje for stepping up and, you know, being a true warrior for taking this fight, y'all know who we're going for. And y'all know who's going to win this fight. I, I do. You know, if I was a betting man, I, I put Tony Ferguson's probably going to win by unanimous, no. unanimous decision. That goes, that goes knockout. That goes knockout, dude. Knockout, uh, knockout, knockout in the third or fourth. I'm going to give it unanimous. I'm sorry, but Justin Gaethje takes punishment just as well as Tony Ferguson. I agree. The only difference, the only thing that I could see the fight ending early is if Ferguson makes Gaethje tap out. But other than that, this fight will be I think, I, I truly think that, and, and, and let me explain this. This isn't going to be a knockout, like a one punch, like, oh, stoner boner here. This is going to be a, a punishment fight. And honestly, I, I, I see the refs stopping it because... Like you mentioned it, Justin, Justin Gates, he, he takes damage. He's not going to quit. He's not going to quit. And I, I think that his, you know, his ground game is still, you know, it, it's just as good as, as Ferguson's, in my opinion. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to tap. I think that he's truly going to, you know, weather the storm. And um, I, I can't wait for that fight. Balls and, you know, respect out to, to both of them. That's going to be a good show. For sure. It's going to be an amazing show. All right, so for this last one, we just want we just want predictions on who's gonna win, Henry Cedillo and uh, Dominic Cruz. I just want to implement this one thing: Dominic Cruz has not fought since December of 2016. It's been a long That's time. That's four years. Uh, I I don't know how he was given this title fight. Don't either. But uh, KO fourth round, give me Henry. As much as I I want to say that I don't agree with you, I do, and I hate it because I fucking hate you, Henry Cedillo. I hate your cringy ass. I hate your triple triple C, C mentality. Oh God, cancerous. I, yeah, I, I literally, I hate your haircut. I hate your short little self. I know you could probably rock my shit, but fuck you, dude. You are so <laughs> annoying. Yeah, this Sadudo uh, or however the fuck you say his name, Henry. Uh, Sadudo. 
I remember watching one of your fights whenever I was just kind of like starting off watching the UFC. I remember looking at you and like, man, you look like the guys I fucking hated in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, you know, your opponent just hasn't fucking fought in forever. So I think you're going to take this one. But I mean, Dominic Cruz, the dominator. I, I don't, I mean, yes, ring rust is real. But at the same time, dude, that's going to be a good show. I don't think it goes, I don't think it goes knockout. I think that it goes to decision. I think Cejudo wins it by decision. And I think it's going to be close. I really do. Uh, Cejudo, he, he's good, but I think I think he'll go decision, you know. Most definitely. What's next on our list, buddy? Any others? Uh, I mean, not really too many other fights. I mean, there. I, I don't know if y'all have ever uh, heard of a guy named Alaziski Olenek. He is a Russian fighter. He's 58, 13, and he has 72 professional fights, winning 46 of those 58 by submission. Yeah, that's is a, that wild? That is anyone a, else? 50 no. or 46 submissions. Dude, that's a monster. That's gonna be a fun. That, that's what you call an anaconda snake, right there, dude. That's. He, and then his opponent, Fabrisco Wardham, mm-hmm. got suspended 2018 for doping. Yeah. Don't do that shit, yeah, he, kids. I gotta be honest, you kind of deserve to get your ass tapped out. Yeah, you kind of. They, they need to put him in a fucking, uh, put him in a Kimura. Yeah, or a twister, something that truly just makes you feel like a bitch. Well, Linick has that thing where you like keeps your arms like this and just grabs you by the back of the neck, and he's just squeezing you down. Yeah, and, yeah. Like it's it's like it. I think it is called like a boa boa tap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but yeah, it's a yeah, neck. It's that's a what you want to get in in uh, front of the whole fucking world. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh man, that's scary, bro. That's some scary. Maybe Olenek could be on genetics. If y'all see how he's built, he's just ugly. That boy. Is <laughs> ugly. Oh, he got okay. bad genetics, but I guess he got some special genetics. I'm gonna let you know, man. If we get him on the show, you're probably not gonna say that to us. No, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But so we're gonna talk shit while you're not here. Yeah, fuck, you, say, hey, fuck you, Olenek. You yeah. ugly. You poor genetic fuck. Ugly piece of shit. <laughs> what, one fight that I I want to talk about here, and you know we've mentioned his name a few times here in the. In the, in the show, and everybody who knows me knows that I am Cowboy Cerrone's number one fan. Y'all want to give props out to this man, two-week notice, takes this fight. It's a big fight. He lost to Pettis, like you said, six, seven years ago, back in 2013. This is, this is, a, this is a redemption fight, honestly, for both of them. They're both on, on streaks right now. Both have had a, a legacy of, you know, finishes and a, a legacy of just those show-stopping punches and kicks and whatnot. But they're both on, on that downhill hell spiral. And especially being on the street, this is a make or break. And it, it pains me to see because I grew up watching Cowboy Cerrone. He was really, really an idol to me in this sport. And seeing him lose to McGregor the way that he did was truly heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You know, when he said that, you know, he just didn't want to be there. I feel that, dude, because I literally have been in that spot in my life so many times. So that shit's real. And it sucks that you blew it out. But I hope the fuck you show up for this fight, dude. You have yeah, to. Yeah, honestly, I think this one's just going to come down to if Cowboy Cerrone shows up or not. If he but, shows up, I think he wins. And but the, the one if thing he just is, doesn't have it in him, Pettis is not going to pack that. Well, the thing is, dude, is, is Pettis handed him his first knockout loss by knees to the body. That's a powerful shot. And that's not – when you think knockout, I'm thinking punches, elbows, kicks. I'm thinking ground and pound, not a knee to the body. That's that's a slipper. Anthony Pettis was the first one in the UFC to be able to stop 
Donald Cowboy Cerrone. And that's and they're, they're they're both they're both guys right here yeah. where I don't well, I don't know if I'll ever consider them number one contenders. Anymore. But they're both they're both good fighters and they both have their legacy and you know uh, no matter what I've always enjoyed watching Cerrone because you know that he gives it his all. And, and he's a goddamn American. He is. Yes. All hell. Oh, man. One of the yes, most likable guys in the Yes, US. dog. The man, just, you follow that man on social media, you're like, what the bro, fuck what am I doing family with my life? Guy, man. The man yeah, lo- way better than us poor genetic asses uh, here. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, my dad left me, and he's still at the line getting cigarettes. This man loses a fight, puts his hat back on, grabs his son, walks out with his chest out high, with yes, the most swollen eye Dude, ever. That is, like, yes, motherfucker. There you go. He took your L's. Biggest he, man, though. That is <laughs> like God bless you, dude. But I will say this here. As much as I, this pains me to say, I don't think Cowboy takes it. Nope. I got Pettis winning with a third round knockout. I, I know what. Cowboy's gonna get tired. I'm gonna still believe. I think Cowboy got absolutely embarrassed in his last big fight. I think he comes out swinging. Out of the gates. I think he's pumped smart. up. He's ready to go. But that's not smart. That's not smart at all. Oh, well, I didn't mean legitimately swinging yeah. out of the gate. But I think, you know, that meant I do, I, I do. I do agree. One thing about Cowboy in his fights is he really starts out slow. He starts out with that, that pause and that breathing. And he takes control, but he, t- he takes control slowly. I you can't do that. McGregor hopped the fuck on him. And well, okay, another thing about... Another thing about McGregor, and I'm gonna get into uh, Cowboy Cerrone's contract situation for like a couple seconds. Yeah. But that McGregor fight and Cerrone fight, honestly, I think that was as much of that fight as we all wanted to see. We all knew what the main main idea of the whole fight was: money. Exactly. But, okay. So that was a cherry. Let's get that out of the way. Like that wasn't a real fight. Like I mean, I still think Cowboy Cerrone would have gotten his ass whooped. Like I love you to all death, but that's what happens. When you fight someone better, and uh, you know, like I said, I don't see Cowboy winning this fight. It, it break, breaks my heart to say that because I want him to. And do I have hope in him? Yes, I have hope. Yes, I have faith. But realistically, if I'm a betting man, I don't. I, I can't put it on Cowboy. You, you, you've weathered the storm, and you, you have a shit ton of wins, but you got a shit ton of losses too. And I don't think that that takes anything on you as a man because I still have so much respect for this guy. He's honestly one of my heroes, but. I, realistically, man, this is this is tough. If you shock the world, <coughs> cowboy, then man, that shows that you're right. You got you just you're here for it. You're ready to fucking go to war. But at the same time, dude, you're on a you're on a losing streak. You didn't show up for your last fight mentally. You've lost to this guy a long ass time ago to a fucking wild shot. You got to change your game plan around here. You can't you can't wait around. For Pettis, because he's gonna. If you want to have a technical fight, he's gonna get technical with you. If you look at Pettis, he's the guy that knocked out Wonder Boy Thompson with a fucking Superman punch <laughs> off the get, off the fence. Oh, like, like that's what happens when you sit around and wait. So, Cowboy, after this fight, you have three fights left. You signed a five fight contract last year, and you'll have three fights left. Go out there and show everyone in these last three fights. That this is who you want to end as a person. Don't go down just looking for money. Go fight the fuck out of people because that's who you are. That's what you say you do. And I have don't faith be a poor, you. poor genetic fuck, dude. Don't yeah. do it. Don't be like uh, Olenowski, that fuck. Yeah, don't don't be. <laughs> God, he's so ugly. Don't be the guy that fucking literally tries to you know uphold your legacy. The legacy's already there. Now you need to now you need to keep it. Don't try to make it 
out of something that it's not. You don't need to go out here and fight the number one, number two, three, four, and five contenders and fucking act like you can hang with them, man. You've already been at that point in your career. And I mean, no one here is going to sit here and say that Donald Cowboy Cerrone isn't the fucking man. But Yeah, but that's the reason why he's still going to get all of these fights is because that, that is he puts he's on one a of the most remarkable guys that Dana White has. He's not going to let that, you know, he's not going to put, you know, that in the undercard or anything. He's going to be, he's a main event guy. He's a main event personality. And he does. He, 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 he all of his fights are, are a good show. It's fun to watch. And, you know, he sh- when he shows up, he slings and bangs. Every fight that he's lost, I've been like, damn, that was a good fight. I've never once said Donald Cerrone didn't have a good fight except for the one for Conor McGregor because he didn't fucking show up. But my thing tier two is, dude... I get it. You got more fights on your contract. If you lose, if, if you lose the decision to to Pettis here, I accept it. That means you gave it your all, and it was a good fight. But if you get truly fucking dominated, or you get knocked the fuck out, you're gonna need to really sit back and humble yourself here. Because think about it, man. One thing that this guy always posts about on his, on his Instagram is his son. You've been having been in a lot of fights, and you're getting older. And I don't think you got this fight, realistically. Don't fuck yourself up to the point where you can't hold your kid anymore, man. At that point, you've, your legacy is already there. You don't need to make a mountain out of a molehill. You just need to keep it where it is. Go out as the fuck one of the goats. Go out as one of the legends of combat sports and go fucking hold your kid and go, go smoke weed with Dan Bilzerian and ride your snowmobiles and <laughs> fucking shoot AR-15. Yes, dude. You realize how dangerous that sport is? That yes. Is- I've, I've scuba dived a lot in my past. I don't believe that, Max. You're like 400 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It, it honestly just makes it cheaper because uh, I don't true. have to put more weight on the weight belt for me to go uh, down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. But if you want to know how, like, one of the most dangerous sports on earth, it's fucking cave diving. Mm-hmm. That thing is absolutely insane because you don't know where the fuck you're going. Caves, I don't know if you've ever researched them, but you get lost as fuck easily and keep in mind you can't even see literally three inches in front of you there's no light whatsoever for you to be able to go down and do that insane yeah it goes back to saying it you know we we won't beat the dead bush here Cerrone, we know you have the balls and we've seen it time and time and time and time again and again more respect to you for taking this fight on a two-week notice I want to see you go out there and give it your all, and I want to see you actually fight a smart fight. I want to see you show up mentally like you say you are. If Cowboy shows up, it's going to be a good fight. If Cowboy doesn't show up, you're going to get your ass handed to you, dude, and I hate to see that because you are one of my heroes. If he loses, honestly, man, I think it's time to hang him up. Yeah. If, you, if you lose awfully, let me rephrase. Yeah, like if I said, you lose awfully, if, you if get, he goes down with a big fight and it's a split decision or something, I right, take it. Fine. If you go, if you go down and you lose a majority decision, cool. You fought a good fight, but if this is a boring fight where you're just absolutely getting dominated and you get the shit beat out of you or you get knocked out, brother, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put the gloves up. Let your legacy be what it is. Don't tarnish it and don't try your hardest to reverse the past. Learn from it and. Maybe block those body shots because this motherfucker is going to come at you with some weird <laughs> shit, man. But. Dude, and also, like, kind of like to wrap up UFC 249 and all that with, like, the cowboy and all that. I, dude, I've been looking at this card for the past two weeks. I know 
We haven't had live sports since what March 11th was the last day before all sports. Thanks, Rudy Gobar, you fucking fringe retard. Fuck the Utah. Um, anyways, hey man, he shut down the entire league. Bro, hey, yeah, dude, nobody has scored on him. Defensive player of the year for since March. Anywho. And so, like, just to wrap it up, I know we're going to get to finally get some live sports. Shit's going to be insane. And uh, I think we're all finally looking forward to getting back and back to the real world, I guess, is how you can see it. Definitely. I think this is the first step towards normality. But what sucks, and maybe you guys can answer, are they allowing fans? No. No. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys guys know how wild that is? Who the, like, like, think about it, y'all. Well, this will be the second one without like, fans. Like, honestly, that's kind of my favorite really? part. Yeah, they had that one in Brazil without fans as well. It was right before was all the show. Yeah, it was, it was that UFC Sat- fight? Yeah, it was yeah. that Saturday we got back. So, when we got back from uh, Vegas on that Tuesday. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. they had that you're fight right. on Saturday. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, they cut all of it. Because then they were going to fight in London the following week. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Leon Edwards taking on Tyrone. Pussy Woodley. <laughs> I kind of like him, bro. But I hate him, dude. Go Colby Covington, make America great again. I, I, I like Colby, too. I like, even though you got your jaw split up by the damn fucking Nigerian bro, wonder, bro. you got his ass any day of the week. He bitched about getting hit in the nuts, and it, dude, whatever. Yeah. Kamar Usman, fake Usman. I don't like that guy either, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite parts about watching UFC is seeing... Whenever they pan to the crowd and the random ass celebrities that pop. Oh yes, yes. Like that's, I'm gonna fucking miss that. Like I like seeing like I don't know fucking Peyton Manning sitting ringside next to fucking fucking Limp Biscuit or yeah, some like, shit like it, fucking insane clown posse's over there. <laughs> yeah, like, like fuck it, dude. They were. That's just... my favorite part. Like no other sport does that. Maybe the NBA to an extent. But no other like sport like pays the audience so much. Yeah. Shit, what, what's what's wild about this, y'all, is that this and is, then Will Ferrell is liberal ass. Yeah. Man. This is gonna change the dynamic for sports in the future. Think about it. We got sports going on with but, no yeah. fans. What is the one thing that makes sports as amazing what it is? Oh, it's, it's the, the fans, fans. The fans and the audience. Any athlete will tell you. Who that. the fuck's gonna be the ooh and the fucking booze oh. and the who man. who's gonna be making the sounds in the background? I'm gonna be doing it for my TV, but. That's because I was too poor to even think about going to these damn thing. Like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be watching this card from my fucking bum, my hotel room in bum fuck ass Texas. Like, yeah, <laughs> right? Bummers, bummers. But, well, gentlemen, I think that we've spoken on uh, UFC 249 enough. I hopefully after this goes on, we can recap. Hopefully, I can come back and say, Cowboy, you proved us all wrong, and you know we'll. We'll definitely love it. We'll get back to being more genetically stupid. Like yeah. Right, right. right. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who, who knows? Maybe next show we'll talk about how Ferguson beat JC into a fucking pulp and we'll, maybe, maybe my dad will come back. Who the fuck knows? Like, <laughs> maybe he'll be the next guest on this show. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, man. My I don't know, Tyler. Tyler. Maybe we also have a uh, regular set of chromosomes. Oh, you know? Man, yeah, <laughs> like, nobody knows. Oh, I mean, it's just because all the whiskey I drink. But... <laughs> Anyways, y'all, I'm kind of out of things to talk about, and I don't really want to hang out with y'all anymore, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, shut this off. (laughs) Who the fuck made it to this point? Honestly, if you're still here, what are you doing with your life, man? I don't know. It's crazy. A whole lot of nothing, but crazy. All right, gentlemen. All right. Thank y'all for listening in. This has been Poor Genetics. What is this? Episode three? Something. I can't count. I can't read either. Mason, thank you so much for being here. Hell yeah. It was fun. Y'all keep having poor genetics, and uh, Tyler, hopefully your dad comes back. It's not going to happen. Later, guys.